Welcome to the Kind Strangers Podcast. I'm Logan. And I'm Jax. And we are an engaged couple that met on Reddit. Shocking. Pretty pretty surprising. (laughs) It's it's not normal. But we're normal. We're probably the most normal people that you have ever met on Reddit. Um, So we decided that it would be kind of fun because we haven't really used Reddit too much lately. To maybe since we've met there, since now we're engaged, since we're planning out a wedding. It's kind of just crazy how far things have come. That maybe we should re-explore the best and worst that Reddit has to offer for other people's pleasure. And all of our pain. <laughs> all of our pain. Well, I think I think maybe just to start it off, um, I think it would be interesting to kind of talk about how exactly we met. Because sometimes when we've told people that we meet on Reddit or have met on Reddit, that everyone kind of goes where and yeah, how. Yeah, it's a little embarrassing. It's, a little, it's more it's, than a little yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it's more than a little embarrassing. Uh, full disclosure, subreddit is R for R. Redditor for Redditor. Redditor for, for those Redditor. <laughs> don't go on Reddit. Um, so it was like... Pretty a, much, I, I think we should explain what Redditor for Redditor is for yeah. the people who don't. It's, yeah, it's pretty much, away. yeah, you just, uh, you pretty much make a post uh as a redditor for another redditor saying what you're seeking and it's not all you know gross people some people are normal like us <laughs> who are just looking for something that's different than the traditional dating app experience so <laughs> yeah so, so the night that we met yeah it was like beginning of of lockdown it was it was october 17th it was not the beginning of lockdown well it was it was like it was that's like that's towards like it the was end. not like that's the beginning like the... Of, of lockdown but it was more like <laughs> that's a few th- months into lockdown. it was a few months into it when things were getting like really real like yeah. I, I had to leave my apartment in georgia move back in with my folks because there yeah. just weren't any jobs things were like locally shutting down and so I feel like that was kind of around the time where I think it sunk in of like, oh, this could go on for like a while. Okay. Yeah. I had been locked down in my house since March. I had pretty much already lost my mind at this point. <laughs> um, that night, I was going to make my own Reddit, Redditor for Redditor post. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was a little embarrassed and nervous too. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to scroll and see, you know, what posts are on there right now. And that's when I saw your post. Mm -hmm. And what was, do you want to tell them what your post kind of said? So my intentions going into it was I I was starting to feel kind of cabin fevery. And I was just like, you know, I want to, I want to at least just start meeting people, whether it's a pen pal, whether it's whatever, because, you know, you don't know when you're going to start meeting people again. Mm -hmm. And so my post was just essentially like, hi, I'm Logan. I'm like a lot of people wanting to find someone to talk to. And I referenced how my main job before the pandemic was being a paranormal tour guide in good old Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, that totally piqued my interest. So, good. Yeah, so good. So I reached out because I'm like, okay, who the fuck is a paranormal tour guide? That's mm. not a real job. It is a real job. <laughs> so, it is a damn good job. So I sent a message and I was like, has anything spooky ever happened to you? Mm-hmm. Which kind of leads us into like the next segment yes. of the podcast. Yes. So it's it's interesting to kind of think... You know, when we were trying to outline this, like, what are the ways in which conversations can actually happen? And it just kind of hit me the other day of like, oh, ask Reddit. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of great questions that are on there. And so I did find one. And it was a very good question of what is 
your most paranormal experience. Yeah. Um, and for me, uh, I worked at two different companies when I worked as a paranormal tour guide. My first job was at a place called the Sorrel Weed House, where I was actually inside of a mansion, actually inside one of the most allegedly haunted places in all of Georgia. And when I first started there, I was a little skeptical because I was like, okay, it's a historical mansion. There's a lot of great stories. It's right. wonderful history. But there was this thing that they offered that no one else did, which was actually doing investigations. And they would give you all the ghost hunting gear from like ghost adventures. You and get Buzz all the equipment solved. that does all the fake stuff. All the real stuff. Very real <laughs> stuff. How fucking dare you? <laughs> How dare you disrespect my job? And so I was immediately piqued because I was like, well, if nothing happened, then your business would fail. And I remember my very first week, I was kind of thinking, well, what am I going to use my first paycheck on? This was my first real, like, consistent job that I've ever had. And I was really excited about, you know, what should I, should I treat myself? Should I save up? The answer is always treat yourself. It's always treat yourself, especially <laughs> at this job where you can shit your pants at any given moment. And it was still like daylight. It was like 6 p.m. And what I was having to do was just set up the house. And what that usually means is you have to turn on the oil lamps. Like we had actual old fashioned oil lamps that you have to light, make sure, you know, nothing like it's crazy. Turn on all the lights, turn on the AC. But the place that you have to start and the place that you have to leave from is the most actively haunted area of the house, which is the basement where there's like bodies underneath the floor there's a surgery room yeah i was about to say you're you're like oh the basement yeah it's a good idea to mention that there's a surgery room in the yeah. basement most, it's like a dungeon most basements i would say at least you know i i'm never gonna own a home because because i'm a i'm a gen gen zer but mm. uh most basements don't have a surgery room no no, no they don't <laughs> at least on the zillow listings they don't they don't like to say that well it's first time for anything you know <laughs> um and so I remember setting up the house and I was walking down the stairs of the basement to then get out to the courtyard while the guests were starting to gather for my tour. And I had my flashlight out and at the corner of my eye, I saw that my flashlight was projected onto a fireplace where there was an oil lamp inside of the fireplace. And I saw a guy walk past my flashlight. The light bounces off of the guy. It also blocks the oil lamp inside of the fireplace and my first thought wasn't, ooh, it's a ghost. My first thought was, oh my God, someone has broken inside the house. And <laughs> there's, I'm, a, there's a, there's a guy, dude in here. And I'm going to die. Yeah. And so I run outside and I'm trying not to alarm anybody, but I go to my boss and I'm like, hey, I think there's someone inside. You know, I don't want to like ring any alarm bells. I don't want to panic anybody, but I think someone's broken in. And she was like, well, where'd you see this guy? I explained the exact spot where it was like this breezeway. And she was like, there's no guy there. You just saw the Shadow Man. Of course, it's always the Shadow Man. And that area is Shadow Man's breezeway. That's something that they need to tell you in training. Oh, yeah. They, they, <laughs> they withheld a lot of things from me in training. I went, okay. And I just clenched my ass and I just gave my tour. It was a, it was a wonderful first week. And then I bought a video game to treat myself. Was <laughs> what like, video game was it? Spider-Man PS4. Because... That's worth it. It was worth it. It was worth you it. You should also tell them about the time you heard... Uh, in your oh oh the whisper yeah so then my final day what a what a poetic way to end my experience my final night one of the worst things that i had to do was lock down the property completely by myself oh my gosh now just to kind of paint a picture for people like this isn't just like a mansion it's a mansion with a courtyard and a carriage house where they used to keep enslaved individuals 
So there's a lot of stuff that you have to close down. And again, the only way to get to the main floor and then to the exit from the front of the house is through the basement, through that horrible dungeon with the surgery room. So at this point, I've done the carriage house, I've done the courtyard, I'm going in. And something that I like to do to keep my mind off of all the horrible things that have happened in this house is I like to play show tunes from my phone. I think I was playing something from like the Greatest Showman soundtrack. I don't know. Of course, naturally. Naturally, I'm a theater kid. And I'm just like bouncing up and down. I'm having fun. And I'm blowing out all the oil lamps. And I finally get to the surgery room. I blow out the oil lamp. And I feel this like warm breath on the back of my neck. And I hear in my ear, swear to God, I hear my name. I just hear Logan. 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 ASMR. Ghost ASMR. Yeah, the ghost has like We're fake nails. Scare the shit out of him. Yeah, the ghost has fake nails and they're doing the tippity tapping. Can you please stop with the greatest showman? <laughs> um, and I turn around and I'm fully expecting to be maybe like a coworker of mine. Yeah. Because it was like my last week. And there's no one there. Oh my god. And I'm looking around the basement, there's no one there. I actually go right back outside to the carriage house to the security room and I look at the footage and there's no one there. No one <laughs> no one's in the property. I'm completely alone. It's like close to three in the morning, the witching hour. And at that point I realize You're I about have, to be witched. <laughs> I'm about to be witched. But I've also now left the basement and I've gone back to the carriage house. And now again, the only way for me to get out of the property is back through the basement, up the stairs, and outside the house. Horrifying. So I now have to sprint and just close this everything was like, out. This was like when you go downstairs and you gotta like run back yes. upstairs as a kid, like after yes. turning the light off. But it, it's legit. But like, but like hardcore mode. But hardcore. Yeah, yeah, level ten. Yeah, and it's horrifying too because going up those stairs, it's always horrifying to like also shut down the lights because sometimes you have to go into a section where the stairs are, and I'm always so scared of looking down the stairs. And just seeing something like look back up at me. Someone's like, hey. 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 <laughs> like the song. <laughs> Love the greatest showman. Love the greatest showman. <laughs> you know, I was the showman back in the day. Yeah, my, uh, so my most paranormal experience, quote unquote, I'm not a believer in all this paranormal. Even though I took yes. her to the house. Yeah, my, my most paranormal experience took place in the same house. Um, so one night we. Uh, his tour company, we mm-hmm. decided that we would all kind of go and take one of those private tours where you get to have all the gadgets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, his boss thought it would be a really fun idea if we all had these walkie-talkies as well in the house and so that we could like communicate with each other throughout all the different spooky haunted spooky. rooms. Yeah. Um, and so we were in the basement and uh, we had, oh gosh, was it a... Was it a REM pod? REM pod, yeah. Yeah, we had a REM pod in the center of the room. So a REM pod, for those that don't know, it's a device where essentially there's an antenna and it can sense if like, you know, if someone like walks by it, the device will start to go off. Yeah, it'll like beep and like And then the closer you are to the antenna, the more intense the lights will go off. Yes. So if there's a ghost. If there's a ghost, ooh. And apparently in the room that we were in, there's like a little girl that likes to- Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a little girl that lives in that room. Um- who knows why, but she's down there. and She's uh, just vibing. She's just vibing down there. Uh, so we were trying to talk to Sarah. And, um, of course, we were, like, uh, we were just communicating. And I think that we tried to let somebody know on 
the walkie talkies. Like we mm-hmm. tried, we tried to speak to somebody on the walkie talkies and the REM pod just goes crazy. <laughs> and so like naturally we freak out. It's so loud. And I was like, oh my gosh, Sarah's with us. Sarah's here. I take it all back. I believe. <laughs> but then like after a couple of times of doing that, we realized the correlation that like the walkie talkies were making the, all of the equipment go off. There was, no, it was Sarah. There was, however, another time in the house, though, same night, where we were near that shadow man's breezeway. This is, I think, the closest that I'll ever get to seeing a ghost. I don't think I'll ever see a ghost. But uh, we were... I was just, like, walking around, and I looked over somewhere. I need, I need glasses, prescription glasses. I'll start by saying that. Um, and I was not wearing prescription glasses this night. Um... So I look over and I like thought that for like half a second that I saw something. I didn't see really anything, but I got this like horrible feeling in my stomach, Mm -hmm. like this dropping feeling, like being on a roller coaster, like, like going straight down 10 stories in an elevator. Uh, It was just like a really bad, sickly feeling. And so maybe I saw the shadow man and I got like affected by it, but like truly, I don't think that I've like actually experienced the a only ghost. way to know is to go back. <laughs> there was another time in our in our Savannah apartment too. Oh yeah, that um, it was just like one random night. Were you home? Were you on a tour? I was on a tour, and then when I got home, you told me about it. Yeah, so he was on a tour. It was like so that means it was probably like nine or ten p.m. Mm-hmm. and uh, our bathroom was directly across from our kitchen. And then our bedroom was like perpendicular to that. Mm. And so I was leaving from the bedroom to go to the bathroom and I just peeped into the kitchen and for half a second, I swore it was the same thing. Like half a second, I swore that like somebody was watching me when I (laughs) I went over and I got that horrible feeling in my stomach. But again, I still feel like unless I see like a full bodied man, like like an apparition of yes the show tunes man appear in front of me do you like the greatest showman (laughs) and i unless he asks me specifically if i like the greatest showman i'll say no i don't believe in ghosts okay (laughs) no one believes in me anyways (laughs) not even my parents not even my parents (laughs) yeah but But i I mean we're now we're closer to the overlook hotel now yeah, we're, now we're, we're by really, the Stanley Hotel. Yeah, now we're by the Stanley Hotel. Where Stephen King had a weird experience. I feel like Ooh. we're going to go there in like spooky season, mm-hmm. and it's still not going to be spooky to me <laughs> at all. It's just going to be a dingy hotel. I'm like, this is just like an old hotel. The breakfast, though, is apparently good, or like the brunch or lunch or something. The breakfast is out of this world is what you're saying. Ooh, spooky, Ooh. scary. That carpeting is what the scariest thing <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of out of this world, yeah, out of this world. Speaking of out of this world, so one of my favorite subreddits to visit because one, I think it's really funny, and two, anytime there's something that's like remotely legitimate, my heart skips a beat. It's the UFO subreddit. Of course, I think with everything that's been going on right now, with like the UAPs, videos, testimonies, Fox Mulder would be so proud. <laughs> like I want an X Files movie about all of this going on. You should make one. I should make one. I should. Well, now Ryan Coogler is, so I've I've missed that mark. Well, you can you can still make one. I can. There's still... enough X Files to go. That's around. true. That's true. I, There's enough Scully and Mulder. I, to I go can around. I can have my manager call Ryan's people and be like, hey. Have your people call my people. Have your people call my people. Um. But recently there was a, this was you know big news where like the 
military had like shot down like multiple things of and people course, yeah. and people were like oh is it like another chinese spy balloon is it like some like you know just something that everyone someone... was using the term balloon yeah right? everyone was using the term balloon but like it was so weird because like they released a 4k like photo of that first chinese spy balloon mm-hmm. and then like for whatever reason like they were saying oh we're calling these things objects because we know that they're not balloons yeah. and we just don't know what they are but we know that one of them like crashed and like some water and we could we can't retrieve it because it's like in the water <laughs> and everyone immediately started to feel like this is like roswell yeah this, totally. is, this is getting covered up and then recently there was like an announcement that like they had images of like what they shot down but they just aren't releasing it publicly yeah which is making everyone kind of think like this is totally a roswell moment this we is also totally live pretty moment. close to roswell now maybe we'll do it, a roswell episode oh my god please can we like just out in the desert <laughs> we're just recording out in the desert we're recording right outside of area 51 you hear like coyotes and yeah. we're gonna get eaten by coyotes yeah but... that's gonna be so much fun yeah but it's or, but it's great are you gonna see the military men behind us yeah, we're well, not going like, to get that close to the gate. Well, like, I mean, those people that stormed Area 51 before, they got pretty close. I think that that's a really stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the people who stormed Area 51 are a specific breed of people. Sorry, if you stormed Area 51, hi. You're I love hero. you. You're, You're a American national hero. hero. I love you so much. But Jax hates you. Let me give you a kiss on the lips. But uh, also, what were you thinking? That was so stupid. But come on, that guy who Naruto ran... Like I know that's what I would reporter. do. That's that's what I, I think I would do. I would be like speed running, aerodynamic Naruto running. But like, what do you think? Like, would even happen if like the Pentagon was just like, all right, screw it. It was the yeah, all right, fuck it, you guys. It really was aliens. It really was aliens. I think that I think that there would be parts of society that would truly collapse. I don't think that we could. Religion handle... would probably collapse. I don't think that all of religion would collapse. I think a new religion would be formed, mm. and also I think or that certain... I think that there would just be ways to explain away. Yeah. Within religions. Yeah. They would be like, oh, uh, they'd be like flipping pages. Really, oh, they're like, angels. Really, yeah. really fast, like flipping through the pages. Like, oh, uh, it's obvious on the uh, p- paragraph. I don't know anything about the Bible. Are they <laughs> labeled by paragraphs? Paragraph four, on, section yes, three. Yes, on paragraph four, section three, it states that Page they shall come from the water they shall come from the skies they shall be intelligent i don't know but i think that it'll there'll be ways to explain it away i'm just you know i mean it's 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 exciting times because all this is still very new yeah it would be pretty cool if they just randomly dropped aliens yo guys new aliens just dropped but also like it's it's just the argument that i do also understand is always like well if if this is a thing and it's going on then yeah why doesn't like and it like intelligent life just like go to the white house in front of everybody i mean probably i mean they've seen what we do like the greatest showman that's also so funny that's like that also like assumes that america is like the greatest country and that they would come to us first you're right like that they would like who knows they they could be like already talking to like sweden if they went to like new zealand but sweden's just like yeah we got to keep this got to keep this down on the on on the down low you know yeah (laughs) yeah they're talking like australian shit yeah, they're they like, go to the Sydney Opera House. Yeah, they're like, hey guys, you guys have it a little bit more figured out than these Americans. Right, We're just going right. to keep watching them. Right, nar, not the Americans. Ar, nar, nar. Nar. <laughs> nar. Well, speaking of, speaking of things that are a little bit unexplained, Ooh. I'm going to talk to you about, this is kind of old news, but I felt like I really needed to talk about the Pope today. We're talking <laughs> about religion. We're talking about 
I don't know. I just, I woke up this morning and I was like, I want to talk about the Pope and his Popemobile. You know, I want people to know that this is our first time recording and we are <laughs> kings so far of segues. Yeah, we're really, we're really crushing oh, it. Oh, religions and UFOs? Let's talk about the Pope for Let's a second. Let's talk about the Pope for a second. So like a couple years ago, people, there was like some TV thing uh, where he like comes out and he does a prayer and then as he's walking away, he vanishes into thin air. <laughs> And everyone was like, oh my God, the Pope is a hologram. The Pope is a hologram. The Pope is sick. The Pope is dying. The Pope is a hologram. Um, and of course it was debunked like super fast. They, right. they found out that it was just like really poor TV editing. Right. Um, and that it just cut off at like a really bad time. He just vanished into thin air. Um, but the more important thing to talk about when it comes to the Pope is his Pope-mobile, his bulletproof Pope-mobile. Um, something that you guys, you know, we, we got to learn about Logan, that he loves uh, the paranormal and everything. But something that you guys really need to know about me is that I have a love of stupid cars. Just the <laughs> stupidest cars. If, it's, if it looks dumb and if it's little, that is my favorite car in the world. Um, the Pope-mobile is actually just a Jeep Wrangler, if you didn't know that. It's just a Jeep Wrangler that they, like, customized a fish tank, a bulletproof fish tank for the Pope to sit in the back of. Um. <laughs> Why isn't, like, Jeep used that for, like, promotions? <laughs> They're like, we are, the, good... we are the vehicle of the Pope. Yeah, the holiest vehicle is is a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, if you want to be protected like the Pope. Yeah, it's like a third generation Jeep Wrangler. Third generation <laughs> Jeep Wrangler. It's just like some white Jeep. Four, why do they need a 4x4 four four for like Rome? Well, they're going to be taking the Pope off road, right? Yeah, but when have we ever seen a photo or a they're video taking, of him? They're taking the Pope down a dirt road. They're just He's not allowed to sit anywhere else Mr. in the Pope, vehicle. I'm so sorry. He's sitting in the back. You have to take back. back road. I always thought it would be funny if he was sitting in there like it was one of those dunk tanks. And that they would let people throw a ball, and that he would drop down into a tank of water. Do you think he's ever wanted to go to like a drive-in theater? What if he? What if? What if he went and took the Pope mobile through a drive-through, <laughs> like through the McDonald's? What do you think the Pope would order at McDonald's? Oh, that's a good question. He would order the fillet of fish. Fillet fish. And then he, no, the Pope just. I feel like the no, Pope no, the, decides the... when the McRib is back. <laughs> yeah, the smoke comes out. Yeah. <laughs> he would order like one fillet of fish and then turn to three fillet of fish. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. Little... He's like, I'll take one glass of water, please. And then he's like, you guys are gonna want to see this. Oh. <laughs> he is Jesus. It's just all a party trick. But back to like stupid cars. That's part of becoming the Pope. That's they part. Just, yeah. They that's... just give you religious powers. Exactly. Yeah. They get you. That's uh when 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 you're born and then. They they bestow you the title of Pope. Is that how it works? I don't know how it works, obviously. Oh I don't know how, how the Bible is laid out, if it's paragraphs or chapters or what. And I uh, also versus... don't know how you become the Pope. I don't know. <laughs> Democratic vote. Hey, Google, how know. do I become the Pope? <laughs> oh, my Lord. If I was the Pope, I don't know what I would do first. I'd have unlimited power, I think. I don't know what you would do, because you would have to be the Pope till the day you die. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of, that's a lot of commitment. <laughs> yeah, but then like you would have all that's the drip. a lot. That's a lot of filet fish. That's a, that's a lot of filet fish, but also the drip that you would have. I know those robes. There's like, have you seen the guy who designs all of like the, yes. the robes and stuff? I love him. No, he. Hey, guy, if you're listening, you're my hero. Actually, forget everything that I said about those Area 51 people. You get a little kiss on the lips. All the Area 51 people. Are like, no. All the Area 51 people are like, how fucking dare you? The woman retracted her kiss. Yeah, we're making a podcast about Reddit, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a redditor's kiss. It's a little redditor smooch. So it's a catfish. Yeah, it's, hey-o. hey-o. 
did you get catfished when you were oh yeah yeah i yeah. definitely got catfished there were people on there i would talk to somebody and their uh pictures would be like four or five years old and then i would like go to uh not skype oh my gosh we are years past skype discord i would go to discord call them video discord call them and they looked so different mm-hmm. and i'd be like um i immediately is... i immediately <laughs> questioned anybody that like wouldn't use imgur to like show me a photo of what they look like. Yeah, someone who like wasn't versed enough. Right, because because I'm like I'm not gonna talk to someone that like I don't feel confident that who that you you're are like a real person. Yeah. yeah, send yeah. me like an image of of what you actually look even, like. Even even if it's just like pen pals or even if it's just like a friend. No, I know. Thing. Yeah, you want to know who you're talking. to. I want to know who I'm talking to. Yeah. Um. That's why like I immediately trusted you because when I asked you for a photo, I had like I saw, a whole album. You had a whole album, but like you had just uploaded it. Yeah, and I, was, I like, really oh, did. Yeah. Because I was like gonna post my own. Yeah. I was like ready to go. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that I didn't post my own though, because it ended up leading me to you, which is so aww. <laughs> Disgusting. 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 Sickly sweet. Disgusting. Yeah, but I love you though. I love you. <laughs> We're making fun of all those redditors. Okay, so speaking of love and being in love. Yes. I have a best of redditor update. <sighs> this is my favorite part of the show. So. Jax has a tendency where sometimes I will pick her up from work and she'll read me a Best of Redditor update story. Yes, I love stupid cars and I love Best of Redditor updates. Now this one, uh, if you frequent Reddit, you already know this story. If you don't, this is going to be such a treat. <laughs> Today, uh, Today's post comes from r slash Today I Fucked Up. Today I fucked up by throwing my steak out a window. All right. <laughs> Are we ready for this? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Last night, my wife's boss from her brand new job invited us over for dinner. On the drive over, my wife reiterated many times to me just how important it was to make a good impression. I scoffed and arrogantly informed my silly wife that I always make good impressions. My boss, my wife's boss is a single lady in her 50s, so it was just the three of us. We chit-chatted over drinks and salads, and she seemed to be really hitting it off. She laughed at my well-timed, perfectly appropriate jokes, and my wife seemed pleased. Soon, she brought out the main course, a nice, big, juicy steak for each of us. As I began to cut into my steak, I was discouraged to discover how undercooked the steak was. Now, I've had my fair share of rare steak. I prefer medium, but I can handle a rare. This was several minutes on a hot grill short of rare. I probably could have resuscitated the cow had I tried. Instead, I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork, worrying about how I was going to get away with not eating this steak. Claiming veganism? No, I'd already feigned great enthusiasm upon seeing the steak. Just then, our hostess excused herself to the kitchen to take care of some dessert preparations. As I looked across the fancy dining room table at the open window of this third-story apartment, a cartoon light bulb appeared over my head. I knew I had to be decisive, realizing that she could return at any moment. I committed. I grabbed the steak with my hand, gently shook off the juice, and executed a perfect throw right out, right through the center of the open window. Here's the big time fuck up. The window wasn't open. It was the cleanest freaking window you've ever seen in your life. That is, until my mostly raw slab of steak slammed up against it and slowly slid down, leaving a trail of bloody juice in its wake. My wife, whose steak was a nice medium rare and was unaware of my predicament, turned, jaw dropped, and stared at me like I was an alien from another planet. This look then slowly morphed into more of a, there is no place on this planet you can ever hide from me expression of demonic anger. 
My wife's boss heard the thud of steak on window impact and came quickly. She took in the scene, the steak still sitting on, sitting on the window still, the blood trail on my empty plate, and then gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. I just didn't know what to say. I felt like a minute of silence, but was probably it felt like a minute of silence, but it was probably three or four seconds. Finally, the best I could manage was I I'm so sorry. I'm I'm such a klutz. I don't know. I just I was just cutting it and it it slipped. I just asked my wife, I really am a klutz, right, honey? There's no help coming from that direction. I'll I'll clean this up. I can't believe this. I am so sorry, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Both women continued to stare at me like I had escaped from the loony bin as I smeared the blood down the window with my cloth napkin, dusted off the steak, and continued to mutter my incoherent explanation. I knew that no one was buying the story. I knew what I had to do. I sheepishly sheepishly returned to my seat and proceeded to eat every bite of that disgusting, cold, chewy, bloody, raw steak. I remained pretty quiet for the rest of the evening. My wife's only two words to me since the incident are "I'm fine." TLDR: I tried to I tried to sneak sneakily throw my undercooked steak through an open window, only to find out that it wasn't open. Oh, oh my god! Now that is, now that's a today I fucked up. I feel like I would do something like that by accident. By accident? How do you? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I just feel like yeah. I just think that's something that I would probably do in a panic. You, yeah, you would get like some food that you don't like. You're a little bit of a picky eater. I am. There's yeah. no secret about that. No. Um, but somebody would like serve you something that you don't like at like the Oscars, mm-hmm. and you just like toss it, and it yeah. would hit Scarlett Johansson or something, and yeah. everyone would be like, "That guy just threw lobster thermidor at at Scarlett Johansson." I have to show up on other podcasts, being like, "Yeah, I'm the guy who threw the stick at Scarlett Johansson." I think if I was sitting in front of Scarlett Johansson, or like anywhere in the proximity of Scarlett Johansson, I would do. And, and someone served me like dog food, like if that was the food that they were serving, and she was like, "Oh, this looks delicious," I'd be like, "Yeah, Scarlett, it does look delicious." Scarlett, 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 you're absolutely right. Like I would do anything for you, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> oh my god. Well, anyways, guys, thank you so much. Well, Jax, oh, would yeah. you like to get ready to play this? I gotta grab the guitar again. Thank you for listening to our very first episode of Kind Strangers. We are hoping to do this every single week as Jax is getting her guitar to help play us out. Uh, you can find us uh, everywhere where you listen to podcasts That's Apple, Spotify, every single place, literally every single place. You can also follow us on YouTube at Kind Strangers Podcast. Please feel free to also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Kind Strangers Podcast. We'll see you guys next week, and go ahead, Jax, play us out. Give everyone a little kissy on the lips. I know you were jealous and waiting for it.